Fred and Fritz, Fred and Fritz, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us here. We're uh, getting this baby done in the uh, 1.30 to 2.30 Eastern hour on oh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be taking about 10 days off and be back on Monday, September 18th. I'm going to the Nevada desert. I understand there's a lot of like trinkets that were left in the mud there that are now searchable. I'm going to get one of them little things you see at the beach when you're looking for uh, metal detectors there. I'm going to give me lots uh, of good stuff. Uh, it's, it's funny you, you you bring that up because a, uh, a columnist from the extreme left wing guardian of Britain. Yeah wrote a piece called yes it's okay to laugh at wealthy burning man attendees <laughs> yes. yes well mainly because nobody well they had the one guy die because of electrocution but you know that was that was sad uh, when Brad you look was... at the, the people who have uh, frequented this not just this year but you know in their their all time okay musk zuckerberg Jared Kushner, the two Google guys, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, they're all regulars. Uh, Grover Norquist, the uh, anti-tax whack job, yeah, was there. And here's why he likes it. There's no government that organizes this. That's what happens when nobody tells you what to do. You just figure it out. Now, wait a minute. Does the government organize a a concert you go to yes i'm going to see i'm going to see i'm going to see pearl jam in an outdoor arena on sunday and joe biden fixed it all he made it all happen there's no government that organizes that's what happens when nobody tells you what to do you just figure it out so burning man is a refutation of the argument that the state has a place in nature yeah well when you're fucking dying mm-hmm. and you have no water Mm-hmm. And you're stuck in the mud. Who are you gonna call? I think it's nine one one. Foundation police. I think <laughs> I think it's not, I think it's nine one one, and I believe that's a government service. I believe that is completely and totally a government service. And they did. They called nine one one. I'm sorry. This is perfectly okay to have a a group Schadenfreude. Yeah, what's the downside? What is the downside? What is what is the somebody explain to me how uh, this is awful and making fun of these people is bad and these people are they deserve our empathy or our sympathy? I, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't. There, there's just no angle. This is again well, the, the both only, the both sidesism thing where you have to look at everything and you have to see all. No, no there's only one it's side. Not a, it's these not both sides. It's a, this is a, you know it it's an unfortunate thing. They 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 were unlucky and they got stuck in a in a situation that uh, they didn't actually deserve. But if you do something 30, 35 years in a row, uh, well, you're going to get, get some bad weather. Now I, I, I'm not saying that I, I actually believe that because uh, I would, you know, Britt, you and I are, are rock rib conservatives, right? We believe in uh, yeah. individual freedom. Absolutely. And uh, you have a choice to go, go and participate in something like this and your choice involves going uh, not 
to the uh, uh, resort on the ocean in a nice hotel with nice places to eat. No, you're going to a shithole. Okay. And and you're in in your mind, you're probably wealthy and you somehow think that by going to a shithole, you are showing your empathy for people who really do live in shithole kinds of situations in this country, around the world. And, and that way you are not looking down upon those people because look, you were out in the desert with no water, no ability to, wow, aren't I great? It's pathetic. Okay. It's mm-hmm. just pathetic. I'm sorry. I have no empathy. None. Zero. Zip. But this is the this is the classic. This is how we got it. We got every situation. You have to look at both sides. No, you don't. There's, there's no other side. You don't. There's no other side. They're, they're just dumbasses who went and got stuck in the mud for a few days. That's all. That's all there is to it. There's no other side to it. I'm sorry. Well, I, you know my overarching phrase: residue of the '60s. Yeah. This is the ultimate residue of the 60s yeah. quote-unquote celebration yeah. and uh, uh you know woodstock say what you want about it i hear the music was pretty good mm. uh, but <laughs> that was it? a case of you know they, they uh, tried to organize it it got out of hand they did not anticipate the the turnout and you know what happened happened but they didn't do Woodstock every year for 35 no. years in a row. No, there's a reason for that. Reclaim the good feelings that were supposedly there. And I'll bet you there was a lot of bad feeling at Woodstock. I was not there. But um, this um, is pathetic residue of the 60s. That's what I'm going to call it. That's a yeah. 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 Right, let's go to the list. Let's go to the list. Here it is. Ooh, that's yesterday's. That yeah, go to the go to the new list. All right, Trump's streak in court now rivals that of the Washington generals against the uh, Globetrotters. That's nice. Um, the apocalypse, a Hurricane Lee. Mm. Oh yeah. Trump says he can't get a fair jury, so he goes and taints the jury pool just to prove his point. MBS has already voted for his favorite presidential candidate. He's already got his ballot in the mail. Uh, The rantings of a madman. Uh, How much time is Don likely to get? Stupidest question ever asked to presidential candidates. You alluded to it earlier. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, let's start with that. Um, there's the Politico article is entitled. We asked the 2024 candidates to pick the songs that stir their souls. <laughs> That's literally the name of the article. It's just, it's too stupid. It's painful. <laughs> 13. Republican White House hopefuls answered the inquiry from Politico. Not necessarily the best songs, but the ones that uh, stir your soul. Chris Christie waited, and we knew that Chris Christie would would be uh, heavy on Springsteen because hasn't he said he's gone to 
hundred Springsteen. He's one of those. Yeah, well, yeah, he's Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. Except when it comes to football, and he's fucking Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Oh yeah, he never did recover from that. All right, he uh, likes living on a prayer by Bon Jovi. Yeah, there's Jersey. I saw her standing there. Of course, that's oh. about uh, lusting after an underage girl. You know, she was just <laughs> seventeen, if you know what I mean. Well, it's legal in most states. So I'll just point that out. Pressure by Billy Joel. Castle by the way, by Ed, she ran. Isn't isn't Pressure one of I think objectively one of Billy Joel's worst singles? Annoying. It's an annoying. <laughs> it's a very not good. I think that was the Glass Houses album, right? And he likes Hotel California. Boy, that's a risky playlist. Holy crap. And Nikki Haley, former governor, naturally gravitates towards Robbie Shankar. No, <laughs> no I'm sorry. <laughs> that would be great. No, I, okay. You know what? I would be banned from every comedy club right now for saying that, right? Canceled. Yeah, you're It'd done. It'd be over. Well, she jumps on a trend with Luke Combs, uh, the hit of the summer. It was the cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. So she got that in there. But she likes it by him, not by her, right? Exactly. Yeah, the cover is like the, the big, and that's the big debate over which is better, the cover or the original. That's not much of a debate. Hers is better. But, you think okay. so? Really? Oh, yeah. I give him, I mean, it's. I think it's fairly close. I'll say that. Thanks for taking the bait. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were bullshitting. No, I really didn't care. Oh, wait a minute. Now, this one this one is a little controversial. Peace Train by Cat Stevens. Because as we know, Cat Stevens uh, has... has who who likes Peace Train? I don't see it on the list here. Who... That's that's it's on uh, it's on the Nikki Haley list. Was it on, okay? I, I don't have it here. You got Two, four, it. Six. Got, we've got the beat by the Go Go's. And wait a minute, you ready? Uh, the, I don't know whether this wins her votes or loses her votes. Pour some sugar on me by Def Leppard, which was I think the number one song of 1988. Peace Train is controversial because of course Cat Stevens has at various times supported Fatwa, and it was removed that particular song from a Ten Thousand Maniacs uh, album. I think it was called In My Tribe back in the 80s because of his support for a fatwa. Right. Way, way to drag up something like Fox fucking news would. Way to well, go. well way to I'm just playing up. by the rules. Do you think they're going to mention that over there on a Republican candidate? No, yeah, no. There you go. no they won't. Although somebody in the next debate. They're not, they're not even that that pathetic. In, in the next debate, they'll be great. You support terrorism. That, that sounds like a Vivek Ramaswamy whose uh, playlist is next. Former Texas Congressman Will Hurd, who's polling at minus 3% right now. Now, this is what America was dying to know. Will Hurd's fucking playlist. Which, by the way, if, you, uh, if you've heard him interviewed or hear him talk, he's a really smart, thoughtful person. Which, of is course, it? is why he's polling at minus 3% in the Republican. Mm. I mean, he really is. He's, he's absolutely well-versed. In, in everything and you know he was uh uh he was in the cia for 12 years i mean he's got national security credit but again that's why he has no chance right? uh, the controversial one in his playlist will be boys in the hood by easy e which exists next to eastbound and down by jerry reed uh joe biden Weighed in and said, Mammy by Al Jolson. <laughs> That's not what he said. 
I think he said maple leaf rag. Had a new choo choo. He did. Don't don't go under the apple tree with anybody else but me, me, me. The Andrew sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, this is a good also one. a fan of Ravi Shankar, of course. Uh, well, he's now been banned from from trying to uh, mimic Eminem and his song "Lose Yourself." Eminem said, "Cut it the fuck out." <laughs> he has a Woody Guthrie song on here. Woody Guthrie, avowed socialist. Very interesting. Now that's that's the uh, father of that that girl who's the uh, anchor on the Today Show, Savannah Guthrie, right? That's the one. Yeah, that's that, that's his greatest pride. I've been. I was going to, uh, through Oklahoma one time, and I was in the little shit hometown of Woody Guthrie, and they had a plaque that was actually there paying tribute to him. Uh, Cornell West. Oh boy. Respect by Aretha Franklin and Mississippi Goddamn by Nina Simone. Not familiar with that one, but okay. Asia he's only got, go ahead. He's only, he's only got four on his playlist, uh, Cornell. Opting for only four songs. Uh, Asia Hutchinson of Arkansas, When I'm 64 by the Beatles. Yeah. That's, that's a song that weighs on everyone because you start hearing it when you're, at least in, in my particular case, when you're 12 and then suddenly you are 64 and now you're looking back on 64. It's, and it's not funny and it's not funny anymore. The joke is not there anymore. The joke has become, he has, uh, Asa Hutchinson has two, four. This is the whitest playlist I've ever seen. This is what counts for ethnicity on this song, a Los Lobos tune. (laughs) And he's decided to go not with a Daryl Hall solo song, but a John Oates solo song. Yeah. There are some. It's something called Stack O'Lee. And I'm not shitting on John Oates because he did sing a couple of songs for Hall and Oates, but you would have to reach deep inside your ass to pull out a John Oates song to be like, oh, this is really on my playlist. All right, one more here. Larry Elder. Oh, that's the one. My Girl by the Temptations, Bridge Over Troubled Water, Simon and Garfunkel, and Boys to Men. It's so hard to say goodbye. Mm. He also supports terrorist Cat Stevens with a song called Father and Son, which I'm not oh, familiar with. God, that's got to stop. <laughs> I, I guess we're past the concept of sitting down and wanting to have a beer with anybody. They haven't taken that poll yet. They don't dare do it. I don't know. If you want to sit down and have a beer with Larry Elder... Just go ahead and check yourself in and get the jacket fitted for you and go for the rubber room and then start breaking the tablets in half. If that's like something that really appeals to you. Yeah. You know, Britt, uh, music is so fragmented and our country's so divided. We just yeah. can't seem to agree on anything, including the music that we like. None of these what fucking clowns. Uh, what can we do to fix that? Well, none of these fucking clowns decided to pander and put that Oliver Anthony music guy on there. Oh, I just love Richmond, north of Richmond. Oh, it really just sums up the times we live in. You're right. You're right. That that would have been a a uh, true pander. Of course, naturally, uh, uh, Trump would never lower himself to answer something like this. It's it's beneath him. It's it's really really beneath again. Him the, and- Trump Trump is such an asshole. He doesn't 
like or have dogs. His favorite movie was the the rote Citizen Kane answer, which, of course, somebody told him to say. And he doesn't really have a favorite artist or listen to music. He, like, plays YMCA and dances awkwardly at it at fucking rallies. Well, see, and, you know, we're, we're living this, okay? And, and, and we've seen it, and uh, books are being written about it, and they will be forever about and you don't want to use the phrase stupid, but for the purposes of what we're talking about, we're going to use it. How stupid people are to have uh, hitched their wagon and believed in a person who they think represents their interests, who is so unlike them, who is, you know, remember, everything is about, I want to see this, these kinds of shows on TV with people who look like me, right? Everybody wants to be represented, right? Allegedly, Trump yeah. Represents no one but yeah. himself. No one. He never did. And just those examples, just those small examples that that you gave, you could stop right there with those kinds of things. This is a guy who's lived a life unlike anybody else who cannot identify and you know, in the in the eighties, when when he was uh, part of the New York scene, whatever, he really wasn't a part of it because if he was, there'd be more to him now. But it was never there. It was always superficial. It was always not really of what he was seen to be as because he was a fraud. He was a phony. Right? He wasn't. When anybody who was anybody at the time that he was coming up when he was going to Studio 54 and stuff like that, they would have gone over just to see it to CBGBs, right? Everybody, who, like, you would just go there, and that would be a thing that you could flash. Go, man, I was at CBGBs, and I saw the Ramones, or I saw this. You can't fucking see. Donald Trump wouldn't go to CBGBs. Oh, He'd be afraid to get hepatitis, which, by the way, would be fair, honestly. But no, I mean, you can't. He, idea. Yeah, he would bad. never. He would never do anything cool like that. Nothing like that. You know how it is when you're, you're around me and John the Catholic or when Park Pewterbaugh gets on here with us, and I'll be like, ooh, ooh, Brian Eno just took a shit. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's per- best shit ever. It's in a box. It's great. You know, we do, we do stuff like that. Donald Trump would never be anything like that. He would never do any, any shit like that. Anybody that kisses his ass and will go play a concert or something like that at Bedminster, then he's like, oh, oh, I'm a big fan. Oh, I, oh, I just love them. Oh, I just love Ted Nugent. Oh, he's a great guy. I've known Ted Nugent for years. Oh, kiss. Oh, suck Ted Nugent's dick. Oh, you know, shit like that. All right. So the question is, in light of the latest sentence given to the, uh, is is he called the chairman of the Proud Boys, the president of the Proud Boys? This, <laughs> these are uh, these are battle these are battlefield promotions. I'm not really sure exactly what Generalissimo Enrique <laughs> Torrio. All right, so uh, this guy gets 22 years. When I when I heard the words 22 years, I thought, how many seasons did Tom Brady play quarterback in the NFL? And I thought for a second it was 22. It was 23. 23 okay? years. It was 20 for the Patriots, three for Tampa Bay. Well, so this guy got 22 years, just one year less than Tom Brady's entire NFL career. We always like to. Uh, I think uh, you're. To- I think you're technically right because one one year he broke his leg like in the first game and really didn't play the rest of the year. So it really was, I think, technically like 22. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think technically it's spot on. Whatever it is, that's a long time. 
That's a long career. That's a long sentence. That's a long time to think about what you did and write a composition, and we'll pick it up at the end of class. Uh, Andrew Weissman says there's no bleeping way that if Trump gets convicted, that he will be sentenced to less than those 22 years. You cannot possibly sentence the grand poobah to less time than the lieutenant grand poobah. Can't do it. Well, it's the- never going to happen. He's seen it too many times. And that's the way it works. Because uh, remember, his excuse, Enrique Toro's excuse, I wasn't even there. He wasn't, I, and it's true, but it doesn't matter. But you know why he wasn't there? Because he was banned yeah. from being in Washington, D.C. Well, it's not, it's not relevant. Allowed in. It's, it's not relevant. You know, Osama bin Laden wasn't actually there on 9-11 at the World Trade Center. Yeah. You know, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, and also, uh, you know, Enrique Petrozzi, whatever his name is, uh, he, he had a terroristic uh, amplifier. It's like the Megaplier when you go and buy the, the Powerball or the Mega, Mega Millions. There's a terrorist, and they and the judge had that. That's when he goes up to 22. The other defendants, the judge didn't go for, like, uh, you didn't have a big role. You didn't have a big role. You were definitely the water boy. This guy was the real guy. Uh, Weissman says, no matter what, there's almost no possible way that uh, any of the judges in the federal case are going to lay less time on Trump. And what tell me if this doesn't drive you crazy when you hear about this. Oh, maybe it'll just be home confinement. <laughs> they, they, they just pulling things out of their ass. No. Well, that's See, not I, Trump saying it. They, these are these are we have a, a, a lot of people, a lot of people, and they're lefties. They're liberal. They and they want to stake out some kind of ridiculous fearful ground i don't get this that the most important thing is that we don't get them mad for any reason and getting them mad would be putting donald trump in jail so they throw out things like oh you know home confinement for whatever sentence it would be that that would be enough for me no that would not be enough for me fucking michael cohn his lawyer got three years, three years in federal prison. Okay. He didn't get home confinement for three years. I, I don't Trump get that. Convicted I, of this shit. He's got to go to prison. He's got to go to prison. I don't understand the mindset of that. Like, we got we to not oh, piss them off. That's so uh, stupid. No, you know what? Because wh- what are we going to do about the Secret Service? What are we gonna do? Well, maybe we shouldn't actually beat him in the election because that's going to piss him off again like it did in 2020, and they might storm the Capitol. So please. Oh, by the way, I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up because here we are on the precipice of Trump getting tried and likely convicted several times over with the attendant possibility and it is a possibility if there's only if there's only really two people on the ballot it's not that you automatically have a 50-50 chance of winning but he could win and and he could be the the uh, president of the United States on the other hand he could be up against Joe Biden or or anybody and he could actually lose the election now what are the chances 
that if Donald Trump loses this election, that he'll be just as magnanimous as he was in 2020. Yeah. Right? So you want to talk about painting your country into a corner. That's what he's doing. That's what he's trying to do. This is a mass gaslight going on because, you know, he was saying before the 2016 election that it would be unfair if he lost to Hillary Clinton. He never stopped saying that. He never stopped saying it leading up to 2020. And the only reason he hasn't been talking about it right now is because it's being crowded out by all the other bullshit that he's spouting about everything else. But he hasn't gone so far yet as to say that uh, if I lose, well, it'll be because they cheated again. But you know that's coming. It's not a question of if. It's a question of when, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Has to be. Mm -hmm. Has to be. Um, Because in his mind, he's infinitely more popular now than he was four years ago when he was uh, about to get cheated in 2020, you know, and and, and look how popular he is now. I have like 70 percent of the Yeah, the fucking Republican vote, the shrinking Republican vote in primaries. That's not the country. It is not the country. So we're being set up here, Britt. We're being set up for a... a, By by the left? By people on the left are being set up? We're being set up by Trump, and we're being set up inadvertently, I think, by people who want to take their foot off of his throat. And that's what I consider this, people on the left who are just afraid that he's going to get convicted and everyone's going to get mad again. Tough. They're going to get mad. They're going to get mad regardless. It doesn't matter one way or the other. Even by the way, let me let me just remind you of the quote unquote good old days when he won and he got in office. Um, like terror, like attacks against Jewish people increased greatly. Attacks against black folks increased greatly. Attacks against transgender and gays increased. Those were the good old days. Those were them being happy. Pure coincidence, Britt. He had nothing want, to do with it. Just want to make sure followers. that everybody's on the same page here. This was this was when everything again. That was when America was quote unquote great during that four year period. God. I always there was there was this meme that used to go around on Facebook, and it showed it had uh, it had some some black people in the civil rights during the I, I hate this word, but I'll use it. Any, I hate this phrase, but I'll use it anyway. The civil rights era. And it had some some folks and I think it was Dr. King and some other people and they were wearing suits and they had ties and they were marching. And then it went up to modern times. And of course, they had a rap group and they had chains on and they were wearing and they had hats on backwards and shit like that. And you, go, you know, they used to take us seriously. And that's why we were able to get things done back in the 60s. I'm like. No, Dr. King was still imprisoned and murdered. Didn't matter how nicely he dressed. That's not the point of the whole thing. They, they, you like to pretend back in the city, they took us seriously because we, we spoke well, had nice haircuts, and we wore suits. No, not so much. No. Not so much. Right. All right. Uh, Trump on Tuesday, and apparently what did he, he pass the, uh, the 60, 60 posts mark. I guess he does this every day. Not that many people pay attention to it because it's on Truth Social. <laughs> Truth Social. Uh, 
and, and, and just check me on this. The, the judges have said, stop attacking the prosecutors, the judges, tainting yeah. the jury, right. insulting uh, everyone associated with the case, and don't talk to anyone else except your lawyer. Right? right? Isn't that? Mm-hmm. Or else. All right, so on Truth Social, he says, and this is a quote, deranged Jack Smith should be investigating the political hacks and thugs of the highly partisan January 6th unselect committee for tampering with, deleting, and destroying highly confidential and classified documents, pictures, tapes, evidence, and all other forms of important information. Now, with the uh, safe assumption that he's just making things up with no factual basis, he continued, the highly partisan January 6th Committee of Political Hacks and Thugs has been found to have deleted all evidence and findings of the recently ended Committee of Trump Prosecution and Hatred. What is the Committee of Trump Prosecution and Hatred? Is that an official judicial? Is, is that an adjunct of the swamp or is that the swamp executive committee? I, I'm so confused. This is a highly illegal act to, among other things, protect crazy Nancy Pelosi for her grossly incompetent or intentional actions regarding her weak and inadequate response to security measures taken at the Capitol. Capitol! (laughs) This evidence is now criminally destroyed, which I'm sure it is not. And even if it was, it was all presented in public on television for months and months and months, but it wasn't. So he's lying. Well, I think we're, we're very much 130,000 miles past the exit where we start fact checking his truth social drops. Aren't right. we? Of course. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think it's, it's a fool's errand. Have you seen the, have you seen the thing where they, somebody has auto tuned his 11,780 votes thing and they've done it to the tune of that song from rent 525. Oh. It's really, it's really oh. funny. Somebody did that. It's really good. Uh, I mean, he is like Grandpa Simpson yelling at the clouds, isn't he? <laughs> it's a, you can't. I mean, there's no there's no fact checking because there's no facts. I mean, it's just it's it is the rantings of a man. I do. I think I think Letterman Letterman was the one who gave that interview recently. Goes if this guy was the manager of a subway in town, you'd lock him away somewhere where he could get some help and maybe some pills and maybe, you know, not hurt other people. So why are we, why are we even having this discussion that this guy, Oh, he's going to go back in the white house. I mean, there's no, you, you wouldn't hire him and put him in any job at all anywhere near you. Like if this guy, I think he'd be great to be the CEO of this HVAC company that does a lot of great work in town. No, you'd never, you'd never even do that. There's no way. Yeah. But no matter what we're talking about, it's impossible to get past yeah. the people who give him oxygen. Well, the whatever percent of people who say that a Republican in particular, I'll vote for him no matter what. If he gets convicted, I will still vote for him. If he gets convicted, that will not make him unsuitable to be. Pre- he will still be suitable to be president to me, no matter how many things he gets convicted of because all of those convictions would be illegitimate and they would all be based on a political agenda the weaponization of blah 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 how do you how do you get past that i don't know well we can't i mean we're not going to get those people even though some of those people are falling but the, the people yeah, but who it would is vote. a question of getting them they're still here 
Oh, you just try to keep you yeah. be here no matter what. I think you just try to get them to make sure that they're not going to hurt anybody else. <laughs> I think that's that's all you can really do with those people at this point. Well, but among the citizenry, I can guarantee you they are overrepresented in a number of weapons per person. Yeah, that, and I think that's that's what our friends, the liberals, are, are pissed off about. Are, are you know walking on eggshells and trying not to piss them off? I get it. I understand it. And, you know, they all could have – they've been not great at planning stuff so far. Things have kind of fallen together for them. But they all could, you know, have a magic word and everybody could start shooting at midnight on such and such a date. I get I get that. But that's always been the case. That's been the case for yeah. eight years now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God almighty. Uh, do do the MBS thing. Oh, MBS has already placed his vote in the hmm. mail. Hmm. It's for Donald Trump. Wow! And how do we know he's already placed his vote in the mail for twenty twenty four? Well, he's raising the price of oil. They're cutting back the production of oil in Saudi Arabia, and the price of uh, oil and therefore gasoline is headed back up again, and people are pissed. Election interference. It's Joe Biden. No, 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 Brit. No, no. The Justice Department is engaged in election interference oh, against Donald Trump. I always get it wrong. The MBS yeah. is merely exercising his ability as a sovereign who has control over a significant amount of oil to manipulate the price of it. And he likes me. What, he likes me. Well, Look, the the uh, the evidence is uh, irrefutable. Besides this pushing up the price of of oil right now. Now it's it's early. If if the price of oil craters back down in the next six months or or a year, and it could because it bounces around a lot. And when you raise it enough, people stop using it, and then suddenly there's a glut, and then the price falls again. That's the way it's always been. Uh, so it's a little early to call this, but it's really never too early to call this when it comes to the, the Saudi Arabians fucking around with the price of oil because it's what they've been doing for 50 years. It's their, it's their stock. Well, and, and as, you, as you pointed out, we're dumb enough to, not all of us, but there's a significant portion of oh, $1.97 on January the 20th, 2021. There's enough people who that message will resonate with. Now, oh, I, I do... I do wonder if you have a hot take on uh, the Putin-Kim Jong-il uh, meeting of the minds. Well, I, I do, but before that, it also must be mentioned that this is the same guy that uh, funneled $2 billion to Trump's son-in-law yeah. after the election of 2020 yeah. to fund uh, some kind of hedge fund thing that he's completely unqualified no, to, it's. I think. Uh, uh, I think Jared's provided. A, Jared's provided a great service, and he's made a lot of money for the kingdom. Right, I don't know right, what you're talking right, about. But, but that's that's the next best thing to uh, giving it directly to Trump because you're really giving it to you know, Trump's daughter, right? Yeah, it's, I, I believe they call that laundering. <laughs> I believe under any other circumstances, you would call that money laundering. Can, okay, so give me the give me the Kim Jong Il, uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, the, the, the twins of, of hell. Oh, boy. Uh, think about the most hated football player you've ever known who's on the worst team you've ever known. 
And then he gets traded to even an even worse team. And now mm-hmm. he's teammates with somebody that you hated equally bad. I mean, look, the, the conventional wisdom is this is how desperate Putin is to to get some to get some armaments to keep fighting the Ukrainians. What else could it be? I mean, sometimes you can overanalyze this. I mean, the last thing that, that Vladimir Putin would want to do, if you asked him just in an isolated stance, is, uh, would you like to be seen going to the North Koreans to get armaments to to uh, fight your war? Of course they, not, because they, they Russia don't even... is a mighty country, and North North Korea is a sh- is truly a a, a, a pissant shithole country. So well, they don't what, have what enough. What do you need to take out of that? They don't even have what's the word I'm looking for? Food. But somehow they're supplying armaments to the Russians. It's great, yes. right? Well, that that doesn't matter. Putin <laughs> isn't worried. Putin is not worried, and, and he's not saying to Kim Jong Un, "You know, I'd like to do an arms deal with you, but make sure you feed your people." No, first he's not doing that. Them. But it would be it since matter. when? Like since when do the North Koreans have such great and voluminous equipment that the Russians can't get their hands on? Oh, I think. Well, I think you 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 blew that one because. <laughs> Country dictatorships like this spend whatever they need to spend on their military, on their war machine. That's all they're about. That's what a dictator does. That's how a dictator maintains his his power. He he funnels the money towards the military with people who are well taken care of, who do have plenty to eat and nice places to live. And they make sure that he stays in power. That has nothing to do with the the overall populace of a of a country like north korea where they're they're not doing so well and they can stare right over the border to a prosperous south korea and wonder gee where did we go wrong i also feel that russia's lack of crushing ukraine at this point isn't due to a lack of equipment i don't think that that's that's really the the issue here that he hasn't if i could just get five more tanks if i could just have a couple more stinger missiles i don't don't think it's it's a I don't know whether it's hardware. I think it's uh, not to use, not the bullets or software, but comparatively speaking, they are because you can't you just can't keep shooting day after day after day, drone after drone after drone, missile after missile after missile, and and not start to to run low. I mean, at, at least on the Ukrainian side, you've got first of all you, the United States, and you have uh, the European Union countries, NATO, the NATO countries, really. And uh, you add those two things together, it doesn't even, you know, Russia can't, can't match that at all. So, yeah. but, but in a war of attrition, that may not matter because, as you know, we have something here called public opinion and countries of Europe have public opinion. And Putin just wants to divide us and the Europeans. The Europeans feel the pressure a lot more to not want to give in to Putin because he's their neighbor. He's right there. Yeah, that's right. He's right there. You know, the, the, uh, the domino theory in this case is not, you know, do you get a stuffed crust pizza delivered from Domino's to your house? It's if uh, Ukraine really does fall and become a province once again of, of Russia, they'll start eyeing uh, Poland and the Baltic countries and, these other countries that uh, uh, left after the fall of the Soviet Union 30 years ago. That's uh, you know, Putin is a megalomaniac. He wants to recreate that. And he really doesn't have the resources to do it. 
So he's just happy with grinding, grinding down the Ukrainians and, and killing civilians and kidnapping children and, and all kinds of really wonderful, wonderful things that uh, uh, make him just one of the, the, uh, the stellar people of the 20th and now 21st centuries. Crossing really, centuries. really terrible. But, you know, there will be a, there's a tiring factor. U.S. public opinion, we don't have a long uh, attention span, right? We, we want to move on to the next thing. And now that we're, what, 18 months plus mm-hmm. into this, and we've spent tens of billions of dollars, uh, the Republicans in particular, because they see an opening to exploit, cynically, of course, um, they're going to try to make the case that uh, Joe Biden at the same time is spending too much of our money. Why doesn't he arm the Ukrainians with more so they can win? So they're, they're playing both ends against the middle here. You follow? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, wa- he's wasting our tax money, but why doesn't he give them all of our most uh, effective weapons? to win this war because we could do this quickly if we wanted to right so they play both ends against the middle there and it's uh it's it's a fairly cynical thing in other words this is a case of you can run for president all you want as a republican and here's what i would do and it's another thing to be sitting in the big chair that's exactly right finding out what that's about and exactly right that's what joe biden has going for him okay <laughs> he's he sat he sat in the big chair and his judgment for these kinds of things, I think still, it's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. Um, he can tell was, a, a wacky story or, or say something stupid or walk out of a, a meeting early. I don't give a shit about that. It's, it's, the, it's the end of judgment that matters. I'm looking at this story. It looks like the Republicans are big mad at the Secretary of the Navy, Carlo, Carlos Del Toro. Um, the, the setup for this is he goes on the Jake Tapper show <clears throat> on CNN. And, of course, Tuberville has been holding up some Defense Department promotions and appointments because of abortion policy. The Department of Defense thinks that women should be able to get health care, which is, you know, anathema to uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. And here's the quote from the Secretary of the Navy. You know, Jake, for somebody, and forgive me, for someone who was born in a communist country, I never would have imagined that one of our own senators would actually be aiding and abetting communist and other autocratic regimes around the world. Uh, you know what I say to that? That's a slam dunk. Rerun that one on Sports Center over and over and over again. Oh, it's- the Republicans are big mad at him. Oh, he never should have. That was but, so out of bounds. But, but what what does that tell you that they're mad at him? <laughs> it's real. If uh, what is the old? If if he if he's hollering, he's hit. If he's hollering, he's hit. Isn't that what they say? Absolutely. The scalded dog got hit. Yeah. Yeah. You know who brings up that his uh, uh, parents are from a communist country sometimes when it's convenient to him? Ted fucking Cruz. Oh, God. Okay. So, okay, Senator Cruz, let's have you defend your fellow Republican senator, Tommy. I wasn't really that great of a coach anyway at Auburn. That's right. Hubberville. Okay. Let's have you defend him over his blocking of the progression of our military to have the leadership in place that it it needs because like your father the secretary of the navy's family escaped from a communist country cuba cuba si cuba si tell us tell us about that ted 
And I haven't seen any uh, mouthing off by Ted Cruz about this. Have you? No. I have not. He's, he's remained silent. I don't know if he's crying oh, no. now because this guy is yeah. out there, you know, dropping truth bombs on all your moms. Yeah. But yeah, this. Well, and, and he's, by the way, he's busy standing up for your right to drink more than two beers a week. Also. He's, drink, right. he's drinking Shiner Bach, which, by the way, Shiner Bach's a pretty good beer. I'm sorry that they got embroiled in this. I'm sure they're thrilled about it. Yeah. Um, you know, but even hey, if, if, if you make a good product, even assholes might consume it. That's that's the new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us about Hurricane Lee as we depart for a few days. Oh, well, this is uh, this is amazing. The the tropical storm depression, whatever it is that's that's forming right now in the Atlantic Ocean, um, is called Lee. They're going to upgrade it to a hurricane. It may already be upgraded to a hurricane by now. And uh, Friday it will be an extremely dangerous one that's what the weather folks are saying and it could be a four or a five and will it hit the east coast of the united states too soon to know but uh the fact that it's a lee you know the wayne lee ray conundrum mm-hmm. now in its uh really fourth decade yeah of being acknowledged has to do with crime usually but it can of course be applied to any walk of life and i don't recall a hurricane wayne i don't recall a hurricane ray do you no, I there don't. might have been one there might have been of each of those names but to have a lee and those are the three most crime prone names in the united states with earl in fourth place by the way mm-hmm. i know i know there's been a hurricane earl i'm positive there, there's been an earl there was a hurricane raymond in 1989 Uh, you know that counts but boy it's not it's not perfect no it's not Um, but it's 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 close enough but this is just a flat out lee and it's not a l-e-i-g-h it's not a uh, it's nothing furthermore there was a typhoon wane in 1983 in the philippines there you are so you're educated today okay all right so uh uh in another world, Brit, you could just have accused me of uh, fake news, right? Because I lied. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are you? Why are you lying? <laughs> right. Why am I lying about the uh, former names of hurricanes? What? What's my agenda? What am I getting out of this? Right. How, how has the deep state gotten to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you can expect, by the way, very soon for the fight uh, on the vaccine to continue because they're they're supposed to meet. I think on the twelfth, the CDC is to approve uh, the new round of vaccines which is a monovalent, not a bivalent, like the booster that many of us, hey, the smart hey, people, got a year ago. There's no, you know what, this time, I'm not going to be fooled. <laughs> no way. And just for your edification, Hurricane Earl, just last year. Hurricane really? Earl, just one year ago, Brad. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't look like it did much damage. Went to Puerto Rico and then all the way up to Newfoundland. Okay, so it it made the right turn really quickly yeah. and went yeah, it did. Up- up the coast uh brit lee is going to be serious shit <laughs> lee is some serious shit <laughs> you know and and we won't know this till we're back 10 days from now that's right but uh, how it all turned out but uh if it does hit straight into florida on the east coast this time 
no need to be concerned because Ron DeSantis has it all taken care of. All right. We next join you live and in podcast form on Monday, yeah. September the 18th. Right. And, and uh, one little prayer. If uh, Hurricane Lee is a serious storm and it does decide to hit the east coast of Florida, particularly down south, this time a direct hit on Mar-a-Lago, on Palm Beach. Wow. That would be the hurricane equivalent wow. of Burning Man. A bunch of rich people getting fucked over. Would it be great? Yeah, would that be great? That'd be excellent. 